I'm a big believer that everyone should have some sort of outline slash template meal plan in their head because we all know we can't wing it. And let's face it, we shouldn't be winging it. Anyone that's waking up winging it with their nutrition, I think it's reckless. I think that we don't realize that our food is our fuel and that we need to stop just seeing food as like a calorie of, oh, is this going to help me lose weight or not? And instead, like, is this good for me? Does this make me feel good? Do I have triggers with this? Am I more hungry after I eat this? Like, these are all things that we've probably not asked ourselves. I know from being the cereal dieter that I only looked at food is like, okay, will this help me lose weight or not? And that's a sad, sad reality for a lot of us. What are you doing to create your dream life or your best self? Why do we see some thrive through challenges while others struggle? Welcome to Effort, a podcast where I talk about the main Fs in my life that have helped me in creating my best self. Faith, family, forgiveness, food, fitness, and formula. Hi, my name is Amy Ladine, and most would say that I've had my fair share of struggles, whether it was placing my baby for adoption at 18, facing my marriage-ending affair, or battling stage four cancer for almost seven years, it's safe to say that I've been through a lot. Join me as I take you through my story, my journeys, and share with you the tactical strategies every single week that will help you thrive and overcome anything you face. That's right, I'm gonna show you how to create a future self that you'll be proud of. So buckle up, get ready for the ride as I take you through my story and bring other guests on that have helped me along the way. Okay, so one of my podcast episodes that has been, you know, one of the more popular ones is that, you know, I am no longer on a diet. And that is actually why I've been successful at keeping, you know, 90 plus pounds off over the years. It's not because I'm on the diet. Unlike so many people that are cycling on and off dieting or just staying on a diet, maybe even unsuccessfully for years. And so as we just launched this LBC University and we're super excited for it to start in January, we really wanted to bring it, you know, in earlier because December is a month that so many people stress over. You know, like I can't I can't begin to tell you how many people that they come into December like stressed and worried that they're going to be unsuccessful and you know, I was like this and it was because I was looking at things all wrong. You know, for so many years, for example, we would go to Disney World for Christmas and I would attempt to be on this so-called diet, which would be so unrealistic, let's face it, I'm like at Disney for a week, which would then set me up just to fail. Because again, when you have unrealistic expectations of yourself, you can tend to shame yourself with that. And the cycle then is if you're trying to be perfect and you can't, then it's like you fall even further down. Fast forward to when the first time I ever went to Disney where I had no diet plan per se, and instead... I went with the intention around meals, oh my gosh, giving myself permission, I didn't overdo it nearly as much. In fact, I stopped and paused and asked myself if I really wanted certain things versus the dieter and the cereal dieter always feels like the moment they're maybe not on their diet, it's like, what can I get away with versus how can I just show up as my best self? So a couple of years ago, we introduced calendar plotting. And that is that I go through the week and decide based on what I have planned, if I'm going to be on that meal template or not. So hear me out. 
I'm a big believer that everyone should have some sort of outline slash template meal plan in their head because we all know we can't wing it. And let's face it, we shouldn't be winging it. Anyone that's waking up winging it with their nutrition, I think it's reckless. I think that we don't realize that our food is our fuel and that we need to stop just seeing food as like a calorie of, oh, is this going to help me lose weight or not? And instead, like, is this good for me? Does this make me feel good? Do I have triggers with this? Am I more hungry after I eat this? Like, these are all things that we've probably not asked ourselves. I know from being the cereal dieter that I only looked at food is like, okay, will this help me lose weight or not? And that's a sad, sad reality for a lot of us. But when I started calendar plotting, it really changed it for me. Last year, I remember I did the whole month. I went live in our community and I had 11, 11 planned events and off-plan meals that I was, you know, going to be a part of, like meaning I couldn't follow that meal template. And what I say by meal template is, you know, just having an idea of, okay, am I going to eat four meals, you know, a day on average? And if I am, what are some of those meals going to look like? And then of course, when we're at home and it's convenient with us, it's easier to stick to say a meal plan, but we're not always going to be home. We're not always going to have access to all of our special foods. And so this is where we need to learn to adapt because most people don't know how, and we're just really good at following a program. And that's how I was. And so then the moment I couldn't be exactly on plan, I would just go off. Calendar plotting allows you to go through your week. And we always tell our clients that the goal is to be, it's like the 90-10 rule. 90% of the time you want to be following that template. And 10% of the time we expect that, you know, you're not going to be perfect and you are going to enjoy some things. But that 10% off should still have some intention around it because our big goal with clients is, I don't want you caving. I want you to be in control of your thoughts and I want you to be fully present and aware of the decisions that you're making. And so with calendar plotting, you know, we're actually doing this live tomorrow in our LBCU where I'm going to show them the breakdown of a week and then the breakdown of a month. And so the way that it starts is you first ask yourself, since we're going to follow the 90-10 rule, and you can follow along right now, like get a piece of paper and, you know, write out like Monday through or Sunday through Saturday. So you've got a whole week. Now, if I am someone that's having, so let's say I have five meals a day because I do have three meals and two snacks. So five meals a day times seven days a week equals 35 meals, right? So in one week, I'm going to have 35 meals. If I'm following the 90-10 rule, that's technically I could have three meals not following my meal template and I'm still living that 90-10 life. And I do believe that, you know, you have to stay above that 90% if you really want to be successful in keeping it off, right? So that would allow me and give me permission to, if I had potential, you know, events coming up, I could have those, you know, off. So what I like to do is I just go through my week and let's say, you know, this is the upcoming week. I'm going to start with Sunday and we have no plans, but I do have football on Sundays and we always, you know, like to have pizza. So on Sunday I would already, and I like to follow a dot schedule, like a dot plotting where I've got Sunday through Saturday, like I said, and Sunday I have normally five meals planned and I already know that on Sunday we do pizza in the afternoon. So you're going to see on my Sunday, I'm going to have four green circles and one 
red circle and the red circle represents it being off plan. And then I'm going to go to Monday and I'm like, well, Monday I have nothing planned. I don't have any events or date night. So it's going to be five greens. And then Tuesday, same thing. It's five greens. Oh, Wednesday though is date night. So I'm going to have four greens and one red. So now let's keep in mind, I've got two reds so far. I've got Sunday because it's pizza. I've got Wednesday that's going to have date night. And then I keep going through the week. Thursday, I'm going to be on. Friday, I'm completely on. Saturday, we have a event to go to. So there is another potential red one. And since this is going to be a bigger event, I'm actually going to plot that two of my circles, two of my nails are going to be, you know, combined to be off plan. So that technically puts me at four for the week. And like I said at the beginning, if I'm having 35 meals, I don't really want to go above that three. So this would then tell me, okay, Amy, you're coming to like a crossroads. You can fully have those four meals. I mean, no one's like forcing me to do anything, but this could compromise my results, right? Like if I, if my goal is maybe even just to maintain, and I do tell people that during December, a big win is just going into January with holding steady and building confidence. Because let me tell you, if you can hold steady during December and really still enjoy a lot of off plan stuff, you're going to feel amazing. And I can promise you, you'll probably even be more like excited to go back into the diet structure because you've just shown yourself that you could have a little bit of flexibility and not be going overboard. So if I'm looking at this week and I'm like, oh, you know, I've got four versus, you know, the three meals that I wanted to be off, well, then I'm going to need to go back and make a decision. And so for me, since I want to have date night and I'm definitely doing our Saturday event, it would make me then rethink my Sunday pizza that we always have. Now, it may be that sometimes I'm like, nope, I still want to have the pizza. I'm totally cool with it. I know that I'm, you know, kind of close to that limit of the 90-10. But for me, I have a photo shoot coming up. So I already know right away that I'm like, you know, I want to be tighter than normal. So Sunday, I'm just going to eliminate having that pizza. Again, totally my choice. I get to decide that. But you're bringing the power back to yourself in that you're fully, fully, you know, aware of the decisions you're making. And so that's how I plot out every single week. I ask clients, you know, when we have my concierge clients that are one-to-one that get calls, that's one of the questions that they have on their questionnaire each week is what potential upcoming events do you have over the next week that could compromise you being on your template? And then we talk through that. And then we'll create food rules even within that, like, okay, Amy, you're going out Saturday night to the event. I see that you at least calendar plotted it, but now let's take it a step further. What are you, what, what's the intentions around that meal? Are you going to have some food rules? Are you going to try to stay away from certain things? Are you going to just allow yourself for anything? And what it starts to make you see is that, you know, by calendar plotting, especially the month of December, is you start to see like, whoa, I've got a lot of things coming up. I need to, in the moment, say no to lots of things on the daily basis because I have X, Y, and Z events to go to versus the person that's just staying honestly with their head down and they're just like on one day at a time, which I can appreciate. But the problem with that is you could be very, you know, easy to just say, oh, cool. I'm just going to have this piece of pie tonight not realizing, oh my gosh, I have three other events this week. Pie was not worth it on this night. I should have just, you know, said no. 
And that's what calendar plotting has done for me is when we did the December plotting last year and I saw that I had 11 events, I'm like, whoa, do I want to be off planet all, you know, all of these events? But more importantly, it made me really stick to my commitment and my diet on every other day because I knew I had all these events coming up and I couldn't afford to have more off-plan meals. So if you are someone that has gone into December stressed or really any just busy time, maybe you've got a couple months of the year where you just know you have more events. For me, you know, February is like that. And if you have that, you need to start calendar plotting. You need to start looking ahead and just start with a week. A month might be a little bit too overwhelming because you may not have planned that far ahead, but a week you most certainly can look at your week and go, where do I potentially have problems? Maybe you've got, you know, some sporting events with the kids that are going to maybe have you, you know, in a, in a compromising position where then you, again, awareness gives you back your power where you're like, oh man, I've got three hours of sports on Thursday night. This is a night that I just tend to struggle because I get home and I'm starting. What can I do on this day to calendar plot and put down some food rules to help me win? And by win, I like to define winning as you being in control. It doesn't mean being 100%. That's a mistake people make. Instead, me winning is no caving. No caving. I want to be fully like aware and fully okay and taking ownership of the times that were off plan. Because it's like I say to clients when they're like, well, can I have this? You can have whatever you want, but I want it to be a decision that you know after the fact you feel really, really good about. So if you're an LBCU, you know, you're going to listen to this podcast and you're going to be like, woohoo, we're having this lesson, you know, at 10 o'clock tomorrow where we're going to go through the weekly calendar plot and then we're going to do our month and I'm going to show you how I put down my food rules and how December can completely be won by not being on a diet. So if this is something that you want, hey, DM me, come find me on Instagram, come find me on Facebook and say, Amy, I want your calendar plotting solution. I will send you my video. I will send you the calendar so that you can start this practice today. Okay, another episode in the books. And I'll tell you what, I am loving this podcasting gig. I cannot thank you enough for all of the reviews, for the comments that you've been sending me. It gives me an idea of more of what you want to hear. And my one ask here is this. I would love it if you would screenshot this or hit the copy link and share this with people you think would benefit from hearing from me. It's the way I'm going to get my message out, my vision out, and I would so much appreciate it. I will continue to bring episodes on Tuesdays and Fridays with bonus ones on Saturdays with my husband, and I'm excited to share them with you. 